Hello, and welcome to the Free Music Ed podcast. Today, all the way from Jerusalem, we have Yigal Kaminka back for a second appearance on our podcast. How are you doing this afternoon in Jerusalem? Hi, Stephen. I'm doing really well. It's a, it's a wonderful day here in Jerusalem. <laughs> That's great. Well, I think it's around 4 o'clock there, but it's 8 a.m. here. So I haven't even looked out the window yet. (laughs) It's uh, almost the end of the day here. That's right. You're getting to the end of it. So uh, I was hoping today that we could talk about your brand new application, Piano Mania, and that we could also talk about uh, when you create these apps, you do all of the background music and stuff. And I kind of wanted to hear about your process a little bit. So uh, could we start with talking about Piano Mania? Because I'm excited about this. I'll be happy to talk about Piano Mania. We're very, very excited about this. It's an um, evolution of, the, of our first app, Piano Dustbuster, which was more of an introduction, general introduction to music, to, to piano, getting excited about playing, uh, playing songs, choosing your favorite song, and, and trying it out. And here we try to create something more methodological, I don't know if, if I mentioned this before. I'm a, I'm a classical musician. I play uh, oboe in the in the Jerusalem Symphony Orchestra, the principal oboe. And um, what we try to do here is really create a tool to let people uh, practice their their piano, uh, especially the beginning stage of of, of, tri- of starting to play the instrument, uh, where it's the most frustrating, where the technical problems, the coordination problems. They affect the most, they create frustration, motivation to practice is really, 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 really low. And uh, we wanted to solve that problem. So we created this game setting where, you, where you're actually practicing your own, your own piano. You don't need any cables or anything, and the app just hears what you play. One of the best things about this app is you can play both hands, a treble clef and bass clef together, and you can really, really practice your, your piano for real. So that's what basically what we did here. We went uh, rank by rank. We created this uh, sort of curriculum. You evolve with it. You you learn the piano with it, really step by step. And we did this all in a gamified way. Um, we, we created this uh, this game world with uh, receiving points and advancing your ranks and um, and all that. So uh, it's really really exciting. It's really fun and it's. Uh, it started really well. Yeah, so I, I teach a lot of beginners, and I do notice that curve is that they're, the excitement of the idea of learning to play an instrument is really high. So as soon as a kid starts, the excitement level is really high for about two or three days. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it reaches the lowest that it'll be for the entire time they play that instrument. And it's just all of a sudden, the, it sets in that, oh, it's actually going to take a lot of practice for me to be good at this. And gradually, as you develop more skill, all the fun comes back. And eventually, it becomes more fun than anyone can imagine who doesn't play an instrument. But the hardest point is getting those kids past that drop right at the beginning where they realize that there's a lot of work and a lot of practice. And so with Piano Mania, it doesn't feel so much like you're practicing. It feels more like you're playing a video game than practicing. Exactly. Have you ever seen um, a little six-year-old playing a Nintendo Wii game? I mean, the... The coordination needed sometimes between both hands and um, how do you say that delicate motoric movements and all that is is um, is amazing. 
uh, games is an incredible tool to do to do that and we try to harness the power of, of games to something useful to, to, to study music so you're you're not feeling like you're practicing scales or you're doing anything like that you're just playing a game yeah, well you notice with kids that you never have to say go to your room and practice your Nintendo exactly exactly that you you have to get them off of it whenever you realize they've snuck up past their bedtime to mess with it. That's exactly right, and that's also the inspiration to all this was uh, I think I I think I already told you this story, but uh, it was my I, I was studying in Germany and I came came back for a vacation and I have a nephew studying uh, he was learning guitar and another one learning uh, piano, and I came back and I was asking them so how was your how how was your lessons how was the piano coming up. And they were all like, uh, yeah, it's fine, yeah. But you should see my new Wii game. And they have a Nintendo Wii at how, uh, in the house. And they were so excited about that. And, and about that, and they were spending hours and hours mastering useless games, <laughs> which were really, really fun. And uh, that's, that's, that's the, the inspiration to, to JoyTunes, actually, to the whole company and to Pianomania in particular. Uh, we wanted to, to really create something a game so kids will fight about practicing not about not practicing they would fight their parents to say to stay up and practice piano that's that's the dream that's that's a beautiful dream i i love that uh i'm i'm hoping we get clarinet mania soon uh, <laughs> we do intend to to be for all instruments my dream is uh, oboe mania and uh, we we will get there we will get there and uh, especially for teachers, I should mention that um, uh, we, we're not trying to replace teachers. Um, I mean, I'm a professional musician. I know teachers could never be replaced. The human contact, the, the, the musical soul, the, everything that makes us human and artful, uh, you can never replace that with a, with a video game, of course. But we want to create a situation where teachers can actually focus on that and not on te- technical issues about playing because the technical issues about coordination between hands and stuff like that this is things that games can do really really well and we want teachers to have more time to focus on the important stuff the fun stuff about playing music you know you don't have to be teaching very long to realize what the huge difference is between having a student that goes home and practices and having one that doesn't. It's just a complete joy when you can give your students instructions and they come back the next day or the next week and they've used those instructions and made themselves better. I I mean, it completely changes the entire atmosphere of teaching. So I'm certainly excited about these new types of tools. And I just have to mention here that we we created um, a way for a teacher to connect to his students. I mean, more, more accurately, a student can find a teacher and connect to him. And then a teacher can, he gets reports from us. That's all free inside the app, from inside the app. And a teacher gets uh, weekly reports from us showing him exactly how much the, um, the student has practiced, uh, which songs, which exercises, all the information he needs to focus better for the next lesson. A lot of people might be familiar with your other applications, uh, one of which is Piano Dust Buster, which is, your, uh, I guess, your biggest hit at JoyTunes. How many downloads have you had of that particular application? Uh, we have more than a million and a half, and we're very excited about that. Piano Dustbuster, if you haven't used this application and if you haven't heard the other podcast, 
you you play a game where you basically this sounds ridiculous but it's incredibly awesome <laughs> you you play uh, a, a, an older lady or a grandma with a dustbuster and these germs come flying across the screen and you have to hit them with that duster but to do that you have to hit the right key on the piano and either these are falling uh, vertically down towards a piano keyboard so you can see the keys or they're sitting on a staff like sheet music and you just have to hit them at the right time so you feel like you're playing this arcade game but you're actually learning to play songs on the piano now this was uh, you can only do this with one hand on piano Dustbuster, as of now yeah. and it's not literally sheet music like again you can use the staff version where it's on the right lines and everything but you're not seeing half notes and quarter notes you're seeing the germs Piano Mania, one of the big changes is that in this game, you actually see sheet music coming across the screen. Yes, exactly. We wanted to, to be more methodological, to, to be a real tool for teachers. We went a little step from the gamified word to, world to the education world, but we, we did create real sheet music and real uh, education, uh, educational process for, for, for studying uh, piano. Yes, uh, it, it's really neat. Now, if you don't mind, uh, I think this podcast is going to be released about two weeks after this recording. Uh, mm-hmm. we, I know you have a new update coming to Piano Dustbuster. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, it's kind of a secret, but uh, for you, Stephen, of course, everything you know, I, for you. I, I, I can uh, cut it out if you want. It no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'll be happy to, actually. I'm, I'm really, really excited about this. We're adding a special feature. It's going to be a major release. It's a Piano Dustbuster 2.0 with a whole new section uh, with uh, a concert mode, which is kind of a competition mode, actually, where you uh, you have a um, weekly, a bi-weekly concert. It's made from several songs. Uh, we're we're uh, making uh, new hits for that, uh, radio hits. So uh, you'll be playing the biggest hits from, from the radio and classical music and uh, popular music and everything and it will be a, a very very exciting thing it's a world global competition of playing the concert and uh, after you finish playing the concert once you have kind of an energy thing and you can try to have your to, to improve your score in, in several songs you can try to, you can attempt to to practice several things and improve and the, by the end of the of the time it's all set for a for a few days' time, you have a few days for each concert, and uh, by the end of that, you the the top percentages get um, the gold medal, silver medal, and a bronze medal. And it's um, it's going to be also a very a new way to play uh, songs for free because for, for now we have you get a lot of free songs, but some of them um, of course are uh, copyrighted, and um, you have to you have to, to to buy song packages. And this is going to be a way that you're going to be able to play songs for free. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. It reminds me a lot of some of the features you have in Piano Summer Games. Yeah, that's also uh, one, of, one of my favorite things. There we did, uh, it's very similar to Piano Summer Games in, in a way that there are competitions, global competitions. And there we did that for the Olympics, and it's a, it's a whole app dedicated to, um, to national anthems. So you, you can have a competition playing the Mexican national anthem or the Brazilian or the Israeli or the Lebanese or any national anthem in the world and you get a, a medal for it if you if you come one of the three first places 
In Canada Dust Buster, it's going to be something a bit similar, but uh, it's uh, divided to leagues and uh, to percentages. We have a, a lot more users there. So uh, it's going to be really, really exciting to compete. You compete uh, with your friends directly on, on Facebook. So you can see which of your friends are, are competing against you. And you can ask your friends to give you more energy so you can improve one of the songs, one of the scores again. You can have another attempt. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I love that. It's just really increasing the social aspect of Piano Dustbuster. Exactly, exactly. So uh, th- this will probably be out in the next few weeks. Well, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that myself. I'll uh, see if I can uh, mess up a few of my friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the accompaniments that you make. I, your main task at Joy Tunes is creating all the accompaniments and the sheet music for these different apps. Isn't that correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, I, I like these arrangements. There's a lot of really, really cool ones, and they're all very intelligently designed around the piano skills of that certain level, which I really like. Now, would it be possible for me to play a clip of one of your arrangements? Of course. Of course. Well, which one would you like me to play? And we'll play that now. One of my favorites is, uh, is I think, one that you said is one of your favorites. So let's do that, uh, Autumn Leaves, if you want. That's, uh, that's one that I like. Well, let's do that one. So uh, everybody, here is Yigal Kaminka's arrangement of Autumn Leaves. Okay, so that was Autumn Leaves, uh, which I, it's a very pretty little arrangement, and it's really fun to play whenever you're playing that. That's out of Piano Dustbuster. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the programs that you use and how you create these accompaniments? Yeah, certainly. Um, I use uh, Logic. It's available on, from, from Apple on a, on a Mac. I have to say I was quite new to, to this. I just started um, about a year and a half ago. I just got me got uh, downloaded logic and started browsing and seeing what i can and it's quite an amazing program i i had to recommend it it's much cheaper than other uh, comparable program software um and it's it's truly amazing the possibilities you you have there so logic is essentially a, a synthesizer or is it a whole a whole bunch of different things what all does logic do well, it's uh, you have many th- synthesizers there. You have samplers. 
Um, you have um, a huge data bank of uh, loops that you can use. There are actually loops or actually recordings that Apple made of any instrument you want, uh, for instance, from different drum kits. You have thousands and thousands of loops for, for different styles, for different um, kind of sounds, um, for drums, I mean. And you have that for any instrument, uh, for guitars, you have uh, different kinds of strumming, of chords, of anything. And, um, and you have um, hundreds of kinds of instruments you can choose from and sounds to choose from. And one of the great things about Logic is, uh, is all the plugins that you can add, um, giving special effects and special reverbs kinds. And everything has multi, multi, multiple options. Sometimes even it's overwhelming. But as soon as you get kind of a, of a grip of what you're doing and you get used to it, then you, you can really do amazing, amazing things. And um, I'm using mainly that. I'm, I almost don't use any external instruments or anything like that. So everything I'm doing is almost exclusively from, from Logic itself. That's great. So if someone comes up to you and uh, they've said, we really want this arrangement or this song, or you choose a certain song, how, how do you go about it? Do you listen to that song a lot? Do you write out the melody and start working around that? Or what, what's that process like? Yeah. So first of all, I listen to that song. I get kind of a sense of the, the general sound we're looking for. And I think the first thing is to identify, I'm trying to identify which instruments I hear. It's usually, um, if it's a pop song, usually, of course, it's a, it's a percussion, I mean, drums and uh, bass, bass guitar, guitar. Sometimes you have a synthesizer, organ, or, or piano, or something like that. Uh, you have a lot of effects there, sometimes back, um, back, backing vocals, and stuff like that. And many times you have a lot, a lot of different kinds of, of, of effects and other sounds. Um, but before I really start going at it, I, um, I, I write the melody. I create um, a piano channel and I write the melody. And then the, I think that the, the most important step I do here is to, to try to design how I want the level to be. Because um, most pop songs are four or five minutes long. And uh, of course, they have, they're repeating a lot. There are a lot of verses. And uh, we don't want that in a level. When you're creating a level for Piano Dustbuster or for Piano Mania um, levels, you want to, to keep them quite short. You don't want to, to be too repetitive. Of course, you don't have words there, so it's, it could be boring if it will be too, too much of the same. So um, you're kind of designing how the level is going to be. Um, for Piano Dustbuster, I'm trying to keep that in the, I'm keeping it in the, in the original key. Um, to keep it more fun, uh, more more close to the original. Uh, for Piano Mania, of course, since there's a, a certain curriculum, then I'm really trying to see when I'm when I'm searching for a song for Piano Mania, I'm searching for a song I can use in order to teach something specific. So if you have a rank teaching you a certain hand position, then I would choose a song. I would try to choose a song that I can use to work on that. And uh, sometimes it, it's quite a, a challenging challenging task because uh, songs are all over the place and the melodies here or there but in each song you can you can choose whatever you want for instance you can have a whole song where the user is just playing the bass line 
and um, he's playing with his left hand. He's just playing a repetitive bass line. Uh, I just did that in um, in a song from uh, One Direction, Kiss You, I think it was. There's a the bass line is returning, and then the left hand is just doing that, and it, it became a, a a practice exercise for a for a pattern for a certain pattern in uh, playing the left hand. So you have to to find in each song you have to find what you want to take from it and what you want to teach with it. So that's that's the challenge, the big challenge about about designing a, a a level for piano mania. That's one of the really powerful things too, I think, about your applications and that I've noticed about piano mania is many of the exercises you do as a beginner. They don't feel like you're playing music. They're repetitive fingering patterns. Or they're, they're different things that just want you to start building up reflexes. And kids, you know, they want to be playing music. They want to be playing songs. And whenever you add in an accompaniment that's built around that exercise, all of a sudden the kid feels like they're playing music. And it becomes a more interesting thing. So not only do you have the game elements, but you have this idea of creating music before you normally get that feeling. And that's really powerful, too. One of the things that I'm most proud of is um, I had to find songs for the really first ranks for rank one for instance is just middle c just playing middle c and when you're just playing middle c it's 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 bound to be boring at some point so uh, one of the things i'm really proud of i i'm doing an arrangement for the um, vivaldi's uh, spring concerto and it's all you know it's all in the c major and it's ke- keeping the the bases you have uh, um you have the bass keeping a, a long C, a long low C, and then the whole music is playing, and you're hearing Vivaldi's spring, but you're just playing a middle C again and again. But you're feeling like you're playing the music. We 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 did a couple of those, and uh, it came really well. So Yagal, can you tell me a little bit about what it's been like working at a startup in a small company in the music technology sector? I know that a lot of our listeners are interested in that. Uh, well, Stephen, it's it's been really a very very interesting experience. You know, just a few, a bunch of guys just with a cool idea, working in a, in somebody's garage, well, apartment in our case, trying to get something out, and you know, checking checking with people, getting their responses. There was a phase actually we we had a booth in a in a shopping mall. Just to to get people, not where we were selling like uh, the the recorder game we started with, but uh, the purpose was not selling anything, of course, but just you know seeing people's people's feedback, what what kind of things people want and are interested in, and this kind of line of of products, and uh, and getting what 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 is the most interesting for people to to see in a product. It was a really fresh experience, very very different than anything I've I've done before. And actually, as we grew, I think the most interesting thing about our company is that we have all the gamers on one side, uh, software developers, which are heavy gamers. We're, I mean, ser- seriously, one of one of the guys is like the European champion of playing Tekken and is in the major leagues of playing uh, how do you call that StarCraft and all the all the the really heavy gamer stuff. So the conflicts always arise from from the gamer side. And the musician side, which of course I'm in the musician side, we're always arguing about new features and whether something should be developed. A very very good example in the Piano Dustbuster is something I'm I have to say I'm quite quite embarrassed of. 
is that uh, we nev never got to developing um, flats in the in the game. We only have sharps because the gamers didn't understand why you need sharps and flats because you can you can express everything you want with with sharps and they mean the same you know <laughs> instead of b flat you just write a sharp and they didn't understand what's the difference and now we're for for a year now i've been arguing and and trying to push flats but always there's something more important a higher priority you know adding a cool sound effect or add, adding a cool feature and uh, it's quite embarrassing but uh, hopefully they're they will be convinced soon. Yes, uh, that's kind of crazy. I hadn't even thought about that. And you're right. Uh, an outside person sitting there, you explain to them that an A sharp and a B flat are the same thing, and they're like, "Good shortcut. We only need one of those." The, their way of thinking is completely different than than ours. Well, you know that that reminds me of I mean, that's the way that a student thinks too. You know, they're like, "Why on earth do we have to have both of these things?" It was a lot easier when they were only sharps. Yeah. And they, I, I mean, when I'm trying to to play the game, and I, you have a a, a cool song in, in F major, and you have A sharps, I, I can't play it. I just can't play it. I get confused all over, and uh, and they don't realize that I think a lot of our a lot of our audience are are musicians or or music lovers who actually know the difference between flats and sharps. And in any case, this is a, just a small example, but we're always fighting about stuff. Sometimes they're, for instance, in the recorder game, the first game we had, I don't know if your audience knows, the recorder master is also an app. It's completely free right now um, that teaches you how to play recorder. And there's several mini games. And um, what, one of the mini games I came up with is um, just a game where you just blow long tones and you fly an airplane and the tone is your airplane. The height of the airplane is um, affected by the the intensity of your blowing and the gamers just they couldn't understand what's what's with this game and every musician i showed this game he said this is brilliant i would definitely take that to my students so um you know sometimes they just they, they don't get it and we're always fighting and i think um we're always trying to find the balance because sometimes if if i was always if my opinion would always win I think the games would be much, um, much less fun. I think they were more of a kind of a education software thing, because uh, naturally I think a lot of musicians go tend to go that way because that's how we learned when we we were young, and um, so I'm happy to have this the constant fighting, and um, hope, hopefully we we find the balance all the time. Do you have a lot of people that you run into that fall into both spheres? People that are, you know, good musicians, but they also enjoy video games and programming, or programmers that are crazy good but also play guitar in their free time? Well, yeah, you have a lot of uh, actually a lot of software developers are also um, amateur musicians. Some played, used to play piano, used to play. Uh, some guitar. A lot of them started playing guitar with Guitar Hero, and then uh, it uh, went on with it. I mean, I think you you do have. There are a lot of examples of people who are amateur musicians or computer software uh, developers, actually. But uh, it's different than from being a professional musician, uh, where you're teaching music, you're teaching theory. You want to teach it the right way, 
then that's different. Do you, do you ever have times where you want something done and it seems absolutely so simple and it just drives the programmers insane? Oh, that that happens like twice a day. <laughs> like, what's what's so hard with just doing this and this? And they're like, this will take two weeks of just you no know, sitting from from morning to evening and just doing for that small thing. And uh, yeah, every day. <laughs> very cool, very cool indeed. When you started out, you were only three people. Uh, how has that changed now? Well, we we got funded. And we had some some nice uh, uh, success stories and some awards. We are already ten people right now. We're growing and we're um, we're also hiring. I don't know if your audience uh, somewhere is someone is interested in working um, in a very very cool startup, music technology, music education technology related. Then have him con- contact us at Joytunes. So I mean it's going well and we're we're expanding and that's that's really really um exciting for me. Yeah, I'd imagine so. That's pretty much awesome. What are Joytunes like what are your long-term goals? Like what's what's next? It's a big question but actually I have a, a very straightforward answer for you. We want to be the way people start learning any instrument because I think when you're just learning starting to learn an instrument that's the most frustrating part, and I think we can easily do it with games for any instrument. There's no reason why not to. And I think the next thing, um, we're now focusing on piano, um, with Piano Dustbuster, now especially with Piano Mania. Probably next is going to be guitar, because it's a very big market. But uh, my, my personal dream is, you know, having a, a woodwind section, you know, for oboe mania or clarinet mania, flute mania. All these things, um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, that's really wonderful. I know that uh, the school year just started here for us. And so I've been taking and getting my beginners ready. And they're so incredibly excited. But I know in about three weeks, I'm going to have some that hit a low. And just, you know, they they won't have the type of energy to practice as much as they need to to really push forward. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that it'll make all of our jobs as teachers a bit easier. Yeah, that's my dream, actually, to, to really make a teacher's, a music teacher's life easier. That's what we, that's why I'm, that's why I'm here for. That's why I'm in this business. So not all of us are programmers, but is there a way that some of us can kind of help out and really try what you're doing? Well, certainly, it's. Uh, I wanted to say that because uh, it's really, really important for us to get feedback on on what we're doing. Uh, Piano Mania is a free download for for any iPad, and um, it's we, we really, really want to know and hear what you like about it. What's and especially what you don't like about it. If there's anything missing, um, anything that you really need, uh, we want to hear your problems and your pains to to hear what what's hard for you about teaching music or as a beginner musicians and we want to address these problems those problems and uh so please just try it out and write us give us feedback and so we can make the product better uh so the last time we had you on you told our uh listeners to keep practicing because that's our uh, that's our sign off but you you did it in in your native language uh, which was really cool. But for those of us who haven't got that memorized yet, 
would you mind uh, telling our our practicers to keep listening, telling our listeners to keep practicing? Uh, yeah, it would be my pleasure. That's that's what we're here for, actually, to to keep people practicing. So, guys, tamshichuli tamen. All right. Well, like like he said, uh, <laughs> keep it up, guys. And we're going to leave you this week with another one of Yigal's arrangement. I think you'll recognize this song. All right. Keep practicing, guys. Thank you.